up? Welcome into the CHL Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Nicholas Moriano back with you. Day two of the Senior Bowl action and another primetime recap show for you here on CHGO Bears. Appreciate everyone sticking with us with the Nighttime shows this week. Nick down in Mobile in his glorious hotel room. Carm with his glorious microphone that lights up. And we're ready to go. What's going on, guys? First off, don't be jealous of my microphone. Second off, Crystal, I owe you a response to your you Instagram. Uh, third of all, Ravi, I do miss you. Fourth of all, is Nick wearing a sport coat with a T-shirt and a backwards hat and just looks cooler than all of us? Because that's what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> Not exactly a sports coat, but I did get complimented on it. So you're not the only one, Mark. Uh, but yes, I definitely need this hat because what's going on under this uh, hat is not what should be presented on the internet for us to see. Uh, wow. Yeah, a little burn, a little burn still. There wasn't any sun, you guys. And I didn't roll with any sunblock, didn't learn from my mistake, but there was no sun. So I was good to go, even though you should wear sunblock even when there's no sun. It's good for you. But, but there was no sun. It was actually chilly. I wish I brought my hoodie instead. But yeah, a lot better in terms of uh, how I, I guess I was prepared for today's practice. Torian's calling him DJ Nick, which I think is an excellent, excellent call right there. Uh, <laughs> maybe you could spin some things. And what's that bar down there? What is it called? Veets? Yeah, yeah. Veets is a, it's a dive bar. I was there till probably 2 a.m., you guys, and Ooh, just, Nick, just Nick, hanging Nick. out. Yep. Luke Getzi. Look at Luke Getzi. Rocking the Veet shirt. The head coach. That's your head coach right there. Damn it. Head coach of Veet's, <laughs> at least. I got to say, guys, it, Um, first of all, I've been, I, I'm going to be honest, I've been geeking out over watching the Senior Bowl coverage. It's been a few years since I've done this. Like, I've, for what, you know, haven't been down there in a few years. Then the Super Bowl became such a focus for me that I, you know, I would kind of record the senior bowl stuff, watch it kind of later. But like, so it's been a few years since I like really dove into watching all this stuff or covering it in person. Like Nick is down there in mobile right now. I forgot how fun it is. There there's a, there's a lot of just really interesting players, interesting stories, um, love watching it. And ESPN's coverage today was completely different from NFL networks. I thought, there wasn't so much on the players and the prospects as much as they were really zeroed in on the coaches and they have them all mic'd up and you're getting access that you just don't usually get. And that included with Luke Getze. I, I thought it was very interesting watching Luke Getze coach today while he was mic'd up. I'm going to have to tune into that because obviously I don't, I don't get that on my end, but you know, it was also different, Adam. We talked about like the music that was playing in the first practice, national team practice and Getsy's American team didn't really play much. Both teams today, very quiet. There wasn't a lot of music being played. And I thought the national team practice, it looked, it looked a lot better in terms of how it was structured. They also had like a PA system. It's period four, period five is this. So it looked like it was, a lot more organized. I don't know if not having music helped them with that, but it, it different vibes today and day two of the senior bowl. So I have a couple of reactions. Uh, number one, 
Hogue, I, I, I swear when I first met Adam Hogue, he was a baseball nerd. And, and, and then I think he, like, at one point, like, segue to a hockey nerd. And now he's, like, the greatest football nerd of all time. Now, not, that's not true. There's, I think, like, I think Fishbane's got you beat. You're, you're really not, but you're, you really, you have honed in on your football nerdness in an incredible way. I, I give, I give you full props. Second of all, it's weird to me that I fall. I just like instantly fall in love with these guys. Like I see one, I, I see one good move. I know we got like how guys. you do with guys in the locker room. Yeah. Like as soon as you talk to them. I mean, we're going to talk about Tajay Spears tonight. There's like a, there's a, there's a Tajay something out there that I was, I was trying to, I was confused as to who was who Spears is the, is the running back. I'm watching his tape after we start talking about him and listening to his, to his interviews. I'm like, draft this guy, draft that guy. Let's go right now. He's, he's better than David Montgomery. Uh, he's got, he's got burst. He, he's so I just have to sort of check myself, but it is interesting to me. Uh, and I didn't, to be honest, I did, I watched, I was so into the NFL network today that I didn't see a lot of the ESPN coverage. So now I feel like I, I got FOMO on, I'm missing out on the ESPN hoax. So I feel bad about that now. Well, no, it was just a different experience. I, I, I don't even, what was the NFL network showing today? Did they even have Super Bowl coverage? Uh, whatever NFL plus I started with the NFL network. Then okay. I went over, then I went, they, they had a bit of it. Then I move over to the NFL plus and I'm, I'm hanging out with Siciliano who I've never seen a guy have a more solid career than that guy. He's <laughs> just, just, just been there forever. Just doing it every, in every which way of just, 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 just solid interviews. I thought they did a great job. Um, with Luke Musgrave, there was a good interview there. Musgrave's impressive. I'm sitting there watching him like, well, maybe we can have him instead of Cole Komet. He looks like he can catch the ball a little bit better than Cole. Don't do that to Cole Komet. That's my guy. So I'm battling loyalty with like flirting with, with these guys right now. Because okay. there's a lot, there's just some interesting talent out there for sure. There is. And we talked about Dewan Jones yesterday. The Duke chiming in already on the Super Chat 999. Give me Dewan Jones or give me death. <laughs> Sup, fellas? Um, I... I you know what? I hope we're not going to give you death because, you know, as much as Dewan Jones looked good yesterday, if the Bears don't draft him, we still want you around, Duke. So let's be careful there. Uh, Luke chiming in with a 669 super chat. Very good nice. Let, let's go. Tom Brady retiring just means one more team looking for a QB that the Bears could trade with. Absolutely. That was the big news this morning. And, um, we have plenty of time to, you know, talk about the ramifications of that down the line today. For the most part, we're going to be keeping it to the senior bowl. Um, and the Duke eight one one saying nine ninety nine. also huge QB news today. The bears are officially going forward. Justin Fields in other breaking news. Snow is cold. Yeah. I believe there was a, uh, an Albert Breer interview that was, I haven't seen it. Someone texted me and said it was being taken a little bit out of context, but I, I don't really think there's much of a debate, really, that the Bears aren't sticking with Justin Fields. It seems to be raging nationally. I mean, speaking to ESPN's coverage, they spent a long time on that today uh, off the top with Mike Tannenbaum again going into his whole reasoning for resetting the QB clock, which I still have not heard him say a single time when he says that you're also setting the developmental clock. It dri it's driving me crazy. It, it real like I I, I'm, I don't disagree with his premise, but you still have to acknowledge that you're also resetting the developmental clock when you do that. I mean, we got two things we have to be wary of here because we all know that all general managers are watching the show. So 
it's a, I mean, we don't want to say anything bad about Bryce Young, but, but Bryce Young was on the field, but he was missing practice time a ton this year. You're, and he's undersized with the Bears offensive line. You are not doing that. There's just no scenario where the Bears are, and you're not moving on to Will Levis uh, and, and, and taking some huge gamble that the guy who had very little help at Kentucky uh, is going to step in here and, and, and be ready to play in the next couple of years. And you're not, you're the same thing with CJ Stroud. So the bears are not trading Justin Fields. There's just no way I, yeah. I it's ridiculous. Well, we'll let them waste their airtime on that. But, we're going to, we're going to uh, let Nick, since you're down there in mobile, why don't you give us your biggest takeaway from day two of the senior bowl? Yeah, day two. And for the national team, I wanted to focus on their wide receivers. Cause I've more so focused on the offensive linemen, defensive linemen, with that team. But I think the big takeaway is that I think there are a lot of players here at that wide receiver position that can help the bears. And maybe it's a little bit lower in the, in the draft in terms of the rounds that you might get some of these guys. But I look at the American team. There are a lot of guys I like there. I watched the national team guys today. A lot of guys I like there. So for a bears coaching staff that has Dave Borgonzi here, he's coaching on the, the uh, American team with Getsy. They also have, um, it would be Carlos Polk, the assistant special teams coordinator for the Bears. He's actually on the national team. So you have all these Bears eyes and obviously all the guys that are the scouts that are there watching, looking for talent. And I think specifically at that wide, wide receiver position, you guys, there are guys that I think can help the Bears. So they just got to obviously do their due diligence and look into these guys, watch that practice tape. But that's my big takeaway right now, whether it is the American team or national team, there are some playmakers out there. So I'm curious if one of these guys sticks. Obviously, Bayless Jones Jr., he was a, a senior bowl guy, and, you know, he got drafted. Ryan Poles was there. So I think there are a lot of guys that can help this Bears team, specifically at that wide receiver position. Who's your top two, Nick? Or Ooh, who? Um, yeah, However, like, still, after today, Mark, I would go uh, – I really liked what I saw from Jaden Reed today, a guy that I was able to talk to after practice, but also Stanford wide receiver – Michael Wilson was somebody I didn't notice on day one, but at 6'1", 216 pounds, he was running really precise routes, was dominant in his one-on-ones. It's tough for me right now, Mark, to give you it, but after day three, that will be my final practice. Tomorrow, I'll have a con- I'll have that list for you, top right. wide receivers that I liked out of the, the draft or out of the senior bowl. January was another guy that I fell in love with today because they interviewed him, and he was talking about how much he loves Justin Fields, and he competed against him at Ohio State, and da 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 Okay, give me Jaden Reed. I love Yeah, well, here's the thing, uh, and Lawrence are, is producing, as always, doing a tremendous job. I don't know if we can cue that up or not with our setup today, but um, Jaden Reed is from Naperville. He's a, he, yeah, if you can, I didn't didn't know if it was possible, but that'd be Uh, awesome because yeah, he did have some interesting things to say, but well, he just loves Justin Fields just to, to, to give away the video. Um, but he's maybe he's a, I mean, he must be a bears guy. Did you ask him that Nick? Cause he's, he's a, he's a Naperville kid. Um, and he was awesome today. I thought, and his, what I thought was interesting, the ESPN guys were talking about this a little bit is like the big concern on Jaden Reed from uh, Michigan state is his speed, but yet, but yet they're, they, they have the zebra technology uh, in their pads and he was the fastest wide receiver. He was the fastest player on the field yesterday. They said, so, you know, a classic example of give me your play speed. 
you know, 40 time matters in certain situations. It's something that you write down and you keep track of. But I, if you play faster than your 40, that's what matters to me. And I also thought his releases off the line of scrimmage from what I was able to see in practice was really impressive. He's getting open. So, yeah, Jaden Reed, Chicago guy. If he loves Justin Fields, bear, bear down. All right, here we go. Yeah, guys, that's how I started the, my conversation with them. Like, you're from, you know, from Naperville. Did you watch the Bears growing up? And then he went into – I didn't even ask him about Justin Fields yet, and then he kind of went into uh, what you're about to hear here. Here we go. I don't think we're hearing that, Lawrence. I'm not hearing it, but yeah, maybe and it's not coming through to, to the rest of us. Well, that's annoying. But it's good that there's uh, c- uh closed captioning on there. Then that's a bummer. Chad, <laughs> are you hearing it, or did you not hear it? I mean, I assume they didn't. If if you guys didn't, I don't know why that didn't happen. That's but... all right. You can keep playing it since the closed captioning's on there. We could talk over it. Right. Yeah, um, we can't hear it. Okay. But yeah, but he he was basically talking about his playmaking style and. Um, he probably played against them. I could throw the deep ball. So he thinks that a lot of it would fit with his game. And certainly with what we saw from Jaden Reed in, at least in the practice today, um, you know, it, they want to get more out of that with, with Justin Fields, perhaps Jaden Reed's that one of those guys. Now I'm having, I'm trying to remember if it was just interviewed on the NFL plus, or was it just with Nick, which now officially, I think I just gave Nick a promotion to a national level and not just CHGO. So congratulations. Uh, but can I get the senior bowl recommendation here? I am somebody that's like banking my week on not watching these practices from home. I've been trying to figure out what's being broadcasted where, and apparently it's very, very confusing. So I don't know if I'm just an idiot and missing it, but I feel like the senior bowl, they don't even have this stuff listed on their website. Like they could do a much better job of marketing where the stuff's being shown. Cause it's really good coverage. Whether we're talking about NFL network, NFL plus or ESPN, it's all good. And yet I've, I've have found it very confusing. Also, NFL plus it just, just fix your product. It, it didn't work yesterday on my TV. Like the literal blink wouldn't work, but it worked fine on my computer. And that's a whole nother thing. NFL game pass NFL plus what a nightmare. Figure it out. Terrible. Terrible. I, I just think honestly, it's just amazing. And God bless that there is cause we wouldn't have jobs, but the, the, the fact that there is interest to watch scrimmages like this, in shorts, this dude just beat that dude. Look at Cody Mauk. That's amazing. Now he's snapping the ball. Now he's playing guard. Now he's playing tackle. Let's all be glued to our TV screens. They're, they're sending crews down there. I mean, cr- seriously, football fans, congratulations. You have absolutely vaulted to the top of the sports world. This is how much you love it, and they are willing to do go to this level to provide you coverage. It's, 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 it's truly amazing. This was never covered like this back in the day. Not even close. But it has been for like the last I know. 15 I, years. I know. I and, get it. And by the way, full pads today. Put some respect on what those kids are doing. Full pads. Shorts. No, they were not. That was not was that that wasn't a full pad. Was it? Yes. Are you watching? Full pads. Today. They weren't it wasn't like an actual tackling full pad, whatever. They didn't but, I didn't say live. They were wearing mm-hmm. full pads, and actually, there were plenty of collisions that were legit, and that's part of the reason why the coaches love coaching the Senior Bowl, at least the ones that do, because yeah. some 
would rather be on their boat in Marco Island sometimes. Uh, but the ones that do love being there, they 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 don't have to worry about these guys getting hurt or protecting them because there's a 17 game season and like and there's rules about there's no practice rules. Let them go. Let them pop. That's why they love it. These one on one drills. Nick, you tell us. You're there. What what happens when the one on one start between the offensive and defensive line? It's like a there's like a uh just a parade, a stampede of NFL general managers and coaches that move to one end of the stadium. Yeah, and I'm I'm part of that group. I really wanted to watch a lot of the offensive line, defensive line, one on ones because that's where Mark, you do hear those pads pop. One of the guys specifically, Minnesota's John Michael Schmitz. That dude is physical. There was one rep where he had a, a one-on-one with one of the defensive linemen, and he just threw him down to the ground, and you just hear, like, the oohs and ahs and whoever's that over there watching. But, yeah, there, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of contact when, when it comes to that. And also the running backs, linebackers, anytime they're trying to, you know, run block and, or pass block the, the linebackers who are blitzing, you always hear the pass pop. I mean, I'm seeing Cody Malk's belly. That uh, that's not. That's just not. It's just not a normal look. Can, can you can you tuck in your shirt? I, I don't want to like you, <laughs> Hogue, What is that look? You, it, it's you, a that, great look. Yeah. Don't, don't make fun of Cody Malk's future bear beer belly. It's great. It's just, Okay. I mean, another I, guy I, that has his uh, another guy that has his belly out, but I mean, I think we would all want to look like this player, Sidney Brown, the Illinois safety dude is like built like a Greek guy, and he just yeah, has yeah. his. his, the, the, his the, uh, that's not a belly. That's 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 armor. That's armor. Yeah. That's what he has. <laughs> Back to Nick's point, though, is I'm trying to defend my full pad thing because I'm just like looking at it, just looks different to me, and I guess I'm just not realizing that that all the pads are out, even though Malk is out there looking the way Malk looks. But the 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 Minnesota center, his tape, he's violent all over the place. That's an interesting name for the Bears. I don't yeah, know. If, I know. noticed too on one of the. Um because you talk about scheme fits and, and obviously with what the bears run, I'm looking to see if these guys can get outside and uh, especially from the interior positions. And there was one screen, I think it was a screen that they mm-hmm. ran today and he got out to his guy quickly and didn't even like have to get both hands on him. He just shoved the dude and got him out of the way. And it, it was very impressive. So um, I too am on the Minnesota center, which perhaps leads us to a good segue to our next segment because I have a list of guys I want to talk about that have uh, earned my circle of approval, which I'll discuss here in a second. But first, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor-outdoor lighting and network lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than before. Visit comed.com slash poweringbiz, that's B-I-Z, now to start saving money and energy. And to start a project, contact us at 1-855-433-2700. For more information, you can email business 
at comed.com or public sector e, e. at comed.com. I like how the video pops in too if you're watching on YouTube. It's a good job. Hey, uh, Greenridge Farm, let's have some dinner. Let's have some Chicago local meat and cheese. Let's make your diet better. Let's go with the all-natural option. Let's get the nat- the all-natural deli meat, the sausages, the famous meat sticks, tailgating, happy hour, school lunches, loaded up for the kids, all-natural meat sticks, hardwood smoked for eight hours, 16 grams of protein per stick, tons of flavors, chicken, black forest beef, jalapeno cheddar spicy chili try them all they are delicious made from generational recipes and yes once again all natural you can find them in the refrigerated section costco sam clubs any of your local chicagoland grocery store and right now when you order any three meat products at greenridgefarm.com and include a pack of those meat sticks in your cart the meat sticks absolutely free you know it you love it use that code chgo at checkout greenridge farm simply natural meat all right uh that just made me hungry i am because i haven't eaten dinner yet um and these late night shows are messing me up nick didn't eat it all yesterday but before we get into your thing can i just ask you one quick question because we just hit it for one second at this at the start when did tom brady do that video oh i don't know what what was that nick that, the, this morning, didn't he? The no way. retirement video? No way. So on Hogan Johns this morning, John said that uh, Peter Schrager reported or said something that he it was a couple days ago. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. I saw Peter Schrager say that, and then I, I didn't realize it until Peter Schrager said it. I'm like, oh, really? He didn't do it in the moment? I was Nicholas Moriano. And then I'm thinking to myself, there's no way that the dude was just walking on the beach. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to do this right now and send it out. Like, that's not how that happens. So <laughs> this dude's been sitting there on it, and then all of a sudden he's just like, you know, just okay, this is the moment. I'm putting it out. Like, how does – I know we nobody knows, but I, just, I think the whole thing's interesting. Like, when the hell did he shoot that? How did he decide to do it this morning? What the hell's going on here? That's how you're saying goodbye. One of the greatest goodbyes of all time. I thought my video was moderately <laughs> funny, but nobody seemed to like it, which is fine. Um, what was your video? I didn't even see it. I didn't see it. Oh, come on. I Come on, Carm. We're grinding senior bowl tape here. I you just, know, some I, of I, us I, know which pads are being worn and which ones are not. You're, what are you doing, Tom I'll Brady re- Beach I'll videos? Re- I'll reenact it right now. I was, I, oh. I was like, hey, guys. Happy Wednesday. Hump day. It's a big day. I got to go to work. Love you. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> if that's all it was i don't think people understood that it was no i don't i didn't even understand it but like i was just watching his video like hey guys like what are you talking about like i i i just don't there's something about a video where you're acting like you're talking to like everyone on twitter is your friend when you're really dealing with twitter i just it was i just thought the whole thing was bizarre you're on a rando beach with with some weird building behind you, and you're about to get like eat by an iguana, and and <laughs> this is where you're gonna sit down and you're gonna do this video. Of the goats. That's how you're retiring. I mean, it's it's yes. it's just unbelievable to me. Hey guys, yeah, I'm just I'm done. So this one's for real. I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> I just think it's, I think it's, it's great. I, I, I'm not even saying it's not great. I just think it's, it, I was, 
I, I, I felt, I don't know what I felt. I, I just thought it was bizarre. That's, that's what I felt. It, it was a Greg Braggs like video though. I got to say yeah. it's pretty good. <laughs> it's just true. whatever in the moment. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. I'm retiring today. <laughs> Rise and shine, football fans. You've been watching me for 23 years. The same number is Michael Jordan. And I'm 45 years old. You might remember that Michael Jordan wore 45 for a minute. And now I'm saying goodnight. I know I retired last year, and that was fake. Six weeks. But this year... It's for real. See you later, Bears fans. Uh, I like Kurt's comment here. He's wondering if uh, CHGO <laughs> ever drug tests carb. It, we might need to. We, we... I haven't had anything to drink. I I have been. I don't know what I've been doing. Uh, this I, I hate. I I hate these shows. I I really I miss being in studio. I like I like seeing you guys. I like seeing Lawrence. I know nobody wants to see me. I'd rather be, I just would rather be over there. But good to be quote, here nonetheless. Mark Carbon, quote, I hate these shows. <laughs> oh, I like I know person. nobody wants to see me. I, yeah. I want to play ping pong. I want to hang with I want to walk in and have Ho give me the weird look. I, I need all of that in my day. Yeah. I'm I'm missing out. Drew says it's the cockies. There's no cockies. Straight water. We got a big tennis match tonight, 8 30, trying to get to three and four in the old league. Oh I'm boy. Focused. Oh, that's where your mind is. You're you're fully on Kershaw <laughs> yep. Bomb or, or or whoever. I don't know who I'm playing tonight. Uh, Over under three years until Carbs playing pickleball instead of tennis. I, I I had an epiphany the other day on the court, and then we can get then we can get into your guys. And I, I'm going to give this for everybody. No, don't care. <laughs> Excellent point. I just said to myself, I said, "Give me." Because I was so tired. The guy's beating me. I'm down 5-1 seconds. That's about to be over. And I just looked at myself on the court and said, give me your best. Give me your best. Give me your best. And I kept on saying it. 5-2. 5-3. I'm up 40-30 in 5-3. Give me your best. Give me your best. And I lost the last three points and the match ended. But then I, <laughs> but in the middle of all the whole give me your best thing, I was like, you don't even know what your best is. Let's, let's find the limit of what the best is. Nick, you know this. You're in that gym every morning. Give me your best. Give me your best. And I'm hoping that everybody out there will have a moment tomorrow where you just, you know, you try to give yourself your best and see where you can get to. Bears. Oh, all right, Carm. 33 minutes left in this show. I want your best. I want your I, best. I, I hey, when I, strong. Yes, uh, you got I'm, it. On the senior bowl. You it's got an event it. happening in Mobile, Alabama this week. Nick is there. Yes. He's paying for it. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. sunburned. He's hungry. He's hungry, yeah. You know, a lot of he's staying out too late at Veets to put in the grind that you need to put in in Mobile. It's it's you know let let let's bring it home. All right, um, so I have a list. We got to come up with a better name for this, but the, the reality is, I I write down all these notes on this notepad, and then as you might be able to see, there's a couple guys who are circled, and I kind of when I get to the point where I'm just like, because you guys hear me talk about this all the time, just we overthink this too much. And sometimes guys are just football players. Now, they might not deliver. They might not all become all pros, but they're kind of like those safe picks that you're just like, yeah, that guy's going to be a six-year starter. He just is. Don't overthink it. Draft him. You'll at least be in a position where you're thinking about keeping him for a second contract. Um, 
So here's a list of some of those guys who've already earned the circle of approval. Uh, maybe we need to change to like hoax football guys or something. Um, well, right here, running back. Are we going Tajay Spears or Tajay? The, the Y in there is confusing me. It, it's it's Tajay. Tajay. Yes, I'm 97% certain. Honestly, I, I I listened to seven interviews and now I'm forgetting. Okay. But he's he. I can tell you something about him, Hoke. First generation college graduate from his family, super small town in Louisiana, four four forty. You watch his tape; it's exciting. I love I love that name. I he, absolutely he, love that name. Yeah, he he's kind of blowing up the Senior Bowl right now. And every year, there's a couple of those guys that just stand out. And you're like, yeah, they're just better than the rest. And right now, he's one of those guys. Um, I. Granted, I wish, and may, Nick, feel free to chime in because you'll be able to see him in person. I want to see him in person, but just watching even on TV, he looks like way thicker than I thought he was. And he just, he's strong. Like he's running through arm. If you arm tackle this guy, he's going to run through it, but he's still got that quickness because he's pretty compact, but strong and compact at the same time. Um, he's not the same type of player as Tariq Cohen he's bigger than that but I used to say that about Tariq Cohen Tariq Cohen was five six but he was like stronger than that and could run through contact even though he was so small so imagine that but bigger in Tajay Spears um and it said on the graphic too that James Hogue loves him too I think that's important mm -hmm. to point out because it speaks to overthinking sometimes but my son got home from school today and I'm locked in the basement with the TV on, watching all this stuff. And and Spears makes this great cut to the right and breaks out for a long, long run. And and my eight-year-old said, ooh, that was a cool move. <laughs> and then he like kind of paused and he goes, Daddy, I think number 22 is good. All right, so if, if, if James Hogue can figure out that he's good, he's probably good. So general manager who overthinks this and is like, yeah, but this and that and that. No, I want you to write down in your notebook right now. James Hogue loves him too. And that should be all you need to draft him. Uh, also loves the helmet, which I have to point out. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it because that's not their main helmet, two lanes, but the blue helmet with the green wave. It's great. Angry wave. Love the angry wave. It's the best. So good. Uh, yeah, I, guys, I, real quickly on Tajay, there, that one rep I think you were talking about, Adam, that was one where he went through the middle of a congested line, broke through a tackle, and then went for a touchdown. The entire offense started celebrating as he's breaking away, makes a safety miss in open field, and scores his touchdown. But he also showed some versatility in just running routes out of the backfield at 5'9", 210. Like he is, he's a compact, but he, he packs a punch too. So that, that's another guy that, that did stand out for me too today. Now he's moving up draft boards. He might have to be, he might not be like a second round guy when, when this is all said and done, he's definitely helping them say, and I don't know if the bears are in the position where they want to be using a second round pick on a running back. Now, maybe if they have multiple ones and they know by April, they don't have David Montgomery back, then maybe you consider that. But regardless, whatever team he ends up on, love them. Well, Dan Daniel Jeremiah has got uh Bijan Robinson, the Texas junior as his you know, top running back. He also has him as ranked as the fourth player. Uh, in the yeah. entire draft, and he's got him being drafted in the, in the late twenties because nobody, you know, values running backs. So I don't know when you talk about having a ton of running backs, maybe one will fall to a level where the Bears will feel comfortable taking one. 
Maybe because there's a lot of good ones. Um, next up on this list, somebody we mentioned earlier, John Michael Schmitz from Minnesota. Um, all the reasons we kind of discussed earlier, we don't have to repeat them all, but he he stood out yesterday to me, and then again today, he's he looks to me like a bigger center, um, but can still move. And I'm all about upgrading the interior of the Bears' offensive line. I know everybody's focused on tackle, but center, I love the idea of having a new young center that just gets the job done as much as I get annoyed by PJ Fleck. Sometimes I do think there are good things he's doing in that program, the type of offense they're running, uh, the type of experience you can gain playing there. So uh, I, I like, I like that as a potential second round pick for the bears. I would love to see that, that pick happen. Yeah, guys, so, at 6'3", um, what, 306, and we were talking about that screenplay. This is not full contact, but he was ready to go and put his body weight on the linebacker that he blocked. But obviously that's not what they're doing here. So that physical presence showed up in team drills. He was stout, anchored really well against some of the pass rushes there. So, But he can get out in space. I think that's big if you want to fit into what the Bears want to do with their rushing attack. What's interesting to me about – John Michael Schmitz, outside of the fact that he went to Holman Flossmoor, great high school, tremendous football school. Uh, there's not a lot of good interior linemen in this draft, so you might have to overdraft him. And are you? would you really do that? It, it, it feels like they're not in the position to do such a thing. But but maybe. I, I just It seems like if you want an interior lineman, you're going to have to jump up to get him. And I don't know if the Bears would be at that aggressive at that position, but that that's I don't know what's in their heads as far as to how they're looking at the offensive line, obviously. Answering Doug's question there on the screen, uh, serious question, do you like Schmitz, the Minnesota center, more than Skaronsky for the first O-line pick Poles makes? Um, I, I think I understand where you're coming from. No, I like Skaronsky more. He is a tackle. I think he's got a higher ceiling. I think he's, he's, he's going to be a really good player. But I think what you might be getting at is, uh, you know, what would I would I rather have Skaronsky taken with the first pick or would I rather have like Jalen Carter and Schmitz? How about Skaronsky and Schmitz together? How about that? I mean, there's a lot of different combinations I like. The the, the point is, I think Skaronsky's probably the better player overall, um, and for good reason is being considered as a top ten pick. That being said, I think we're talking about second round possible center. That there doesn't seem to be a lot of risk for me when I look at Schmidt's play. I just I like his attitude. I like his experience. Um, he just seems like a good safe pick. And for me, at that position, center, I like safe picks there. I like guys that you just know are going to be going to be a rock there. Um, not unlike uh, Linderbaum from Iowa last year, right? Um, now that was a little bit higher profile player, but. He's pretty damn good. And, you know, you see the Baltimore Ravens draft him in the second they draft him. You're like, oh, okay. Like, that was the definition of overthinking it last year, I thought. Like, the second the Ravens drafted that kid, you're like, okay, yeah, he's probably just going to be, like, the greatest player ever for 10 years. If you like physical play, you're going to like this guy. It, it pops off the tape. He's five yards down the field trying to pancake someone. Think Tevin Jenkins at his best moments this year. That, that's, that's what – he's not as big as Tevin, but he's – Pretty damn physical. And I like the way you're thinking, Hogue, as far as safe bets. Let's make a safe bet. Mm -hmm. This looks like a pretty safe bet. Well, I think it depends where you are in the draft, but definitely second round, I like safe picks. Um, so 
Let's go. Uh, let's see. Oh, this next guy. Love this guy on the list. The Sacramento State linebacker, Marte Mapu. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm not going to lie. Never heard of this guy until yesterday. But he is making plays all over the field. And, Nick, I don't know if you caught this because you may have needed the TV uh, coverage to see this because it was when it was when Luke Getze was mic'd up and they were showing him. But he had back-to-back plays today, one where he in coverage, and he's had a couple nice plays the last couple days in coverage. Now, he's listed as a defensive back on the Senior Bowl website, but I swear they've been playing him at linebacker, and he looks like a linebacker to me. Um, so I'll, I'll do some more digging on this kid, but I've just see, I've seen enough. I've seen enough in two days. I'm like, this kid plays football. I like him. He, he's a football player. And most importantly, I love the plays he keeps making on the ball. So he had back-to-back reps where he's in coverage, and the Bears are going to – you like that aspect, right? Somebody who can run sideline and sideline and cover at the same time, and he knocked the ball loose in coverage like a great PBU. Bam, one rep. Now, the second rep was not a pass thrown his way. It was thrown downfield. I think it was the uh, Stanford wide receiver that caught it. Um, maybe maybe I'm wrong about that, but it was one of those players. He caught it, and he's just like sort of finishing his rep downfield. You know how they're just like kind of run in the end zone, like just continuing the rep. And Mapu comes out of nowhere from behind and peanut punches the ball out. And I thought nobody meant, noticed it. Like they didn't mention it on the broadcast. Nobody came over and dapped him or anything. And I'm I, I literally wrote it down right then. I go, that's a that's a flus player. That's a hits principle guy. He's finishing all the way in the end and knocking the ball out and getting the takeaway. Are you kidding me? This has hits principle written all over it. And then sure enough, he goes back over and gets he went over him and was like, dude, those are back-to-back plays on the ball. Love it. Like so, and it's the Bears offensive coach, not his not even the defensive coach that but now, of course, he's a head coach, so he's coaching both teams. But the point is, the hits principal rubbing off on Getze, he pointed it out. And and then I want to say, because they kind of like backed off Getze, because sometimes they're kind of talking over the coaches. But you could still sort of hear what he was saying. And I, I want, I, it sounded to me like Getze was joking about how he should probably shut up about him. Because, you know, they also don't want to give away any secrets. He said, I swear, he said something like, I should probably start talking about this kid. That's uh, awesome. So uh, just a little nugget there on Sacramento State linebacker Mapu. Love the guy. Let, let me yeah. give you – Let me, Nick, go ahead. But I got something on Mapu, Hogue, from giving you my best that you'll enjoy. Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> yeah, right now uh, they have the updated Senior Bowl rosters. He is listed as a linebacker, 6'2", 217. So the one player we were referencing with John Michael Schmitz, he, he, that was against Mapu where he yeah, got he did. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I noticed him like, uh-oh. But again, you talked about all of his coverage ability and like the, the hustle. So everyone's going to have good and bad plays. But go ahead, Mark. Well, huge size advantage there. But that is the thing with Schmitz that he'll get downfield and he, he will pick on the little guy if he gets an opportunity to. And hey, it's football. Go ahead and do it. But Mapu not only hits principal on the field, Hogue, hits principal off the field. The dude was 10 years old, young Mapu, and he ran into a junior Seau. And he said to Seau, hey, Junior, how can I be the best Mapu I can be? And Seau, RIP, looked at him and said, hey, young Mapu, you know, you're a little young for this, but what you should do is really study tape, really see what's going on on that field. And young Mapu 
put that in his head. And apparently he loves to study the game of football. And in, in high school, by the way, he played everything. The guy was a quarterback. He was all over the field. So Mapu, not only doing it on the field with the dedication, but he's got it off the field too. Hashtag Mapu. He's on the all-name team, Marty Mapu. So he checks all about it. He's on your all name team. He's on all my, he's on my football guy team. Nick, I don't know if you have a team yet. You, you maybe you're all Veets team, but you know, he's probably on that too. Actually, we probably don't want him on the all Veets team. Probably not. <laughs> we do but, not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's on the all Veets team. For this week, at least. For, yes. And, and Getsy too, for wearing the shirt, mm-hmm. obviously. And um, so, okay. Next guy on the list here. Kind of a no-brainer, I think, uh, but tight end Luke Musgrave from Oregon State. He's been having a great week, um, and kind of like Spears, he just stands out, right? He just, like, eh, he's good. Don't overthink it. Um, and But and if you want to add, if you're looking for, like, and there's some good tight end. This is a great tight end class, um, but if you're looking for a guy who could kind of pop and and maybe get into that, I don't even want to say the name out loud because it's not fair, but the, the tight ends we consider to be the top in the league. You're gronking him? No, not. I don't do that. <laughs> the gronk, gronk thing's overplayed, just like the Kelsey thing's overplayed. But I'm talking about a mismatch nightmare. Let's just say George Kittle, okay, for you Iowa people on this show. We'll take it. Um, if you're looking for somebody that kind of within a year or two can be at that level, I really like what I've seen from Musgrave so far. So I don't know if he'll still be there in the second round for the Bears, but. And I also don't know that tight end is a position they should be spending on in the second round, but he sure looks pretty damn good. He doesn't look like Adam Shaheen, Matt Nagy. That's your funny man. Uh, got the hands, got the physicalness, right? That, that jumps off the screen with, with big Luke Musgrave. He's also, you know, comes from coaching family. Uh, you know, you got the OC in Denver, uh, good old Bill Musgrave. And, uh, who was also a quarterback in the league. Does football pedigree matter to you? It's not a bad thing for sure, right? So there you go. By the way, that uh, Matt Nagy comment, of course, is funny, but is relevant to this conversation, actually, because I make the comp to George Kittle. He brings up drafting Adam Shaheen. This was all the last time the Bears coached the Senior Bowl in 2017. I think that just rhymed. That was unintentional. But um, they should have drafted Musgrave, right? The obvious mm-hmm. Musgrave, the obvious George Kittle, the guy that was there right in front of your eyes, and instead they're like, oh, yeah, the, the, the D14 tight end from Ashland, whatever. No offense to Ashland. That wasn't nice. We shouldn't bring in Ashland on this thing. Um, they overthought it, though, right? No doubt about it overthought it and then you got out there in OTAs and it's like what the heck this guy like he's just not that coordinated when he's trying to adjust to the ball in the air what is happening right now it's called trying to be the smartest guy in the room and sometimes when you do that you look like the biggest idiot yep. and mean, you know really. what the point of this list is literally the opposite of that let's be the simplest guy in the room right. let's, let's just like just look at what we're watching and be like he's a good player well, okay, and the obvious thing, ton of tight ends in this draft. Everyone's high on the tight end depth. Should the Bears be looking to take a tight end with all the needs that they have? That's the question I'm asking myself. Maybe. I mean, that's, no one behind Cole Komet. Maybe. I, everyone I, else is a free agent. 
Yeah, I, I think it's a need, but it's also a need that you might be able to fill in free agency again with another Ryan Griffin type signing. But it, that'll be interesting to see if they add more. I, I like the idea of drafting another one of these young guys. Uh, last guy on the list, though, I do want to address a wide receiver, too. Um, I knew we were going to hit Jaden Reed early. I like Jaden Reed. Um, but Rashi Rice, uh, Rashid Rice, I don't know if I'm saying it properly. I apologize. But another guy in the last couple of days has really stood out to me. I think I mentioned him yesterday from SMU. He was the guy I was talking to to Carm on the phone and he just popped out. So that was before I could hear anything about him because I was talking to Carm and uh, his crazy theories uh, instead of listening to what the experts had to say. Uh, but the, the, the tape popped out. And then today on the ESPN broadcast, they were saying all nice complimentary things about him. Um, they are talking about how at SMU, the coaches just rave about how professional Rice is how tough he is. He'll play through anything. He'll practice through anything. Absolutely loves football. And then the thing I underlined, because this seems to be a theme in the wide receivers, the bears acquire, he loves blocking. And that seems that's an important aspect in Luke Getze's offense. So considering Getze is coaching the kid this week, I thought that that was noticeable to bring out. I think this is more of a, a mid-round type wide receiver you can add, not necessarily going to be Jerry Rice, but we're just asking him to be Rasheed Rice and um, could be a good addition to the room. He, he's been durable. He's played every game throughout his college career. I like that about him. Uh, and, yes, I, I'd be a little bit more. He's also a burner, man. He's in the four threes, so. There's that. There's the, Which is interesting because they said he's not the fastest guy. Um, maybe that's maybe that's the uh, the zebra technology doesn't play as fast. But it's four, yeah. I mean when when he, when you Google up his four his forty time it's four three six. See, and that's a one thing I would hesitate on because I prefer the guys that play faster. I much I care way more about how you run in pads than I do uh, in the underwear Olympics, as our friend Pat Fitzgerald would call it. Speaking of uh, the zebra technology, you guys they have like the a bunch of metrics go up on the big board that they have at um, the stadium there. Rashi Rice was a leader amongst all wide receivers in overall distance, 5,549 yards. So the guy's putting in work out there in these it practices. It means he's in shape too. Yep, exactly. Right? Like his conditioning's at a good level. They, I mean, they said he loves working hard. So um, love hearing that. We got to take a, a quick break, but I, I have a, a quarterback question I want to ask you guys. Um, because there's a quarterback who's not even practicing this week that has stood out to me for many different reasons, and it got my mind spinning. So we're going to talk about that in a second. But first, the stage is set. We're counting down to the battle in Arizona. We're going to be there next week, and we can't wait. There's no better way to get ready for the NFL action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly, plus all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays boost your Super Bowl 57 winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Way it works, you put together same game parlay, the more legs you have in it, the bigger the boost you get. And if you hit, it wins big. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. 
And game time, the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals. Tickets to sports, concerts, shows, all of it. I love downloading the game time ticket app and just staring at it all day long and seeing uh, what the value is out there. Where can I go to a sporting event and pay very little and enjoy myself to the end of the earth? You're not going to find a better deal going to any game than on game time. Right now, uh, you can look, and yes, they're they're scuffling a little bit, but uh, the Bulls are home tomorrow night versus those Hornets. You can get in right now and sit in the third row behind the basket for 50 bucks. Now, granted, that is in the upper level, but hey, 50 bucks is a lot cheaper than the actual face value for the ticket, and it probably will go down before game time. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app. So we're the best seats to all your favorite events, and if you want to help out us at CHGO, Buy your tickets through the link in the description. Again, game game time. The lowest price going. It's right here, right there for you. Get her done. All right. So, I'm interested. I don't know about you guys, but I am interested in potentially um, finding, if you're going to keep Justin Fields and you've seen what you've seen and you realize he's going to take some hits, and I think it's a very fair question. No knock on fields at all, but just the reality of how many times is he really going to be able to play 17 games? And I think it's remarkable. I don't, I'm not, and make, let me make it very clear. I'm not questioning his toughness at all. There's no reason to question his toughness. In fact, I think it's remarkable that he, um, oh, what he only missed one game this year, right? When it was all said and done? No, two, because he didn't play in the finale. Two. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so, so, Two, but really one, because if that game had mattered at the end of the year, he, he probably would have played through it. Um, but the reality is, I think it would be smart for the Bears to have a Tyler Huntley backing up Justin Fields. And there's a guy, there might be a couple options, actually, in this draft. One is, maybe the more obvious one is Malik Cunningham, the Louisville quarterback. But the thing about Malik that kind of worries me is, he just, you look at him, you realize he's smaller. He's not built the same. I don't know that you're going to find a quarterback that's necessarily built the same. Um, but the name Hendon Hooker popped into my brain today, watching more of the coverage because he is, first of all, he had a great year at Tennessee and he tore his ACL and he's not able to practice right now. But they said yesterday on the NFL network coverage that he's supposed to be ready by training camp. The interviews that they've done with him have really impressed me this week because he's not just there. He's not just there meeting with teams. He wants to be there. He is in, he's on the field. He's in the meetings. He's trying to go through all the mental reps, all the progressions. And they were interviewing him today on ESPN. And he was like, this is what I love to do. I, I, you know, they were trying to give him props for being out there and doing all this. And he's like, no, this is what I want to do. This is, this is who I am. This is, I wouldn't be doing anything else. So you can really understand that he loves football. He's six, four. I don't think he's probably quite not, not as quite strong and big as Justin Fields. Cause few guys are, um, but I'm wondering, my, the question I want to pose to you guys is if Hendon Hooker is available for you in the third round, would you be okay with the Bears using that third-round pick? It's an early third-round pick. Maybe they move draft capital around and they add add another pick. 
But this is a guy you can't take in the sixth round. This is a guy you have to take earlier. Are you? Would you be okay using your third-round pick on Hendon Hooker, who could be an ideal backup for Justin Fields and potentially has, has enough upside where if in the small, tiny case that we still got to keep open that Justin Fields does not make the leap that we all think he will, could potentially also be an option that you develop down the line. Would you invest that third-round pick in Hendon Hooker? It's an interesting question, Adam, and I think it all depends on what they do before that pick. And honestly, the season will play out, and you're gonna someone's going to point out, oh, if they just got this guy in the third round or address this position in the third round, maybe they, the team would be doing better. But we've been talking about it for the past couple of weeks. The Bears need to start drafting these developmental – type of quarterback so you don't have the trevor simeons of the world playing in games where you can have a younger quarterback third round shoot why not i, I think I'd, I'd be uh down to do that for for the bears just so they can stop being in that situation where they don't have anybody that can actually develop and come in like you're kind of talking about it feels where to go down First of all, I want to shout out somebody in the chat by the name of Baked Jordan. A Jordan picture that where he looks stoned is one of the more amazing chats that I've seen tonight. Second of all, uh, Hogue, I'm not with you. I don't think you have the luxury to do it. I, 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 I'd love to see him draft a quarterback and take a flyer fifth, sixth round. Give me the, you know, let's let's try to find uh, the next Brock Purdy, uh, which feels ridiculous to say. But at any rate, I. I do like that he's, you know, he's he's made a ton of starts, Hendon Hooker. He said, you know, he's been in 42 college games, 36 starts, you know, start with Virginia Tech, then then Tennessee clearly had his best year last year. Um, I'm just looking at his numbers here. 7,656 yards for his career, over 3,100 last year. And he had 27 touchdowns passes to two interceptions, 31 touchdown passes to three the year before. That's pretty damn awesome. Um, you know, I, I get why you're bringing it up. I understand it. And, and, and I get that it wouldn't necessarily be popular. Was it popular when the, when Washington drafted Kirk cousins in the same draft as Robert Griffin, but how'd that play out? You had Robert Griffin and they overused him as a runner and you needed a, a backup plan and Kirk cousins turned out to be pretty good. Now that's a little bit of a different situation, but um, and that was a fourth round pick they used on Cousins. And maybe he slips farther because he's got something else going against him that's tough. Not just the ACL. He's he's 25 years old. And mm-hmm. so it's not surprising he was roommates with Valus Jones. <laughs> um maybe that's that's the that is the key to the Bears turnaround. Hooker to Valus. Let's go, Bears 2023. Four. Five. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, I just thought it was interesting. Wanted to bring it up and um, put me in the camp that I would defend it if it happened. I think the Bears, I, I'm, I'm, and, and I, I, I just really think they need to start investing more in the quarterback position, regardless of what they think about Justin Fields. If it happens, I will not be the person on here screaming that that was a dumb pick. I will not. I, I'll say that's super ass interesting that they just did that. that's what that's what i'll say super Uh, ass interesting super ass interesting okay um and it it would spawn a ton of conversation which wouldn't necessarily be terrible for us uh i'd be surprised i'd be very surprised 
But I- I'll say this. I like that better than the idea of trading Justin Fields and drafting Bryce Young. Oh, 100%. Like, and no it's not even close. So if it had to be one or the other, which obviously it doesn't, but if you had to tell me, like, which one would you rather do? I, I, I'm, I, I would do that for sure. Um, all right. We have some super chats to get to. Um, Duke, Duke, Duke. Let's knock those out now, and then we're going to hear from Luke Getzi's post-practice interview on the field today in Mobile, and then we'll get out of here. Another fun show today. Uh, the Duke says, have dinner on me. $49.99. Come on, Duke. We're big time here. We want some stipends that are some, some food stipends that are bigger. No, I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll take it. Although, um, he said, also, can you start taking pictures of linemen's sweaty, glistening bellies? Send them the karma on Twitter throughout the day. It would be very entertaining. I'll also add it would be slightly creepy. Listen, if you can get a good rain, though, you can get a good rain. I can do it. There we go. Let's get a good glisten of Malk after a you know a good you know sweaty hour of practice. Let's go, Malk. He's getting a lot, Mark. I got you. He's getting a lot of love out there, Hogue. I don't think you're going to get your Malk. You know what we need to do with these super chats, especially this money coming in from Duke. We gotta get both of you guys new microphones. That's what we gotta What's do. What's wrong with my mic? He's just doing the same you? thing where you're like, if you're talking right on top of it, we can't hear you. How about now? Over here. <laughs> and you're also like, I am I here, guys? All right. I I, I need I. I we're gonna have to rectify this situation. I can't be having this situation. <laughs> I'm just saying the, du- the Duke's got you. <laughs> it's, can, not as bad. I, it's not as bad as yesterday. I'll say that. I, I uh, can afford to invest in a real microphone. I'm, I'm. This is this is. Although I thought this was a real microphone, it was certainly priced moderately to be a mi- real. It microphone. is. There's just one one weird spot where we talk. It it does that. Okay, uh, Jimmy Tony, four ninety nine. Caught this on the broadcast. Flus was about five yards from Mike Tomlin in the end zone, staring down Will McDonald during D line drills. Who looked great, by the way. Um, another moment I love with Tomlin that is interesting. Thanks for pointing that out. Um, Quint Kesenich, uh, the sideline reporter for ESPN, was like, well, "It's kind of cool the access they get during this. Like he can literally just walk around, and start interviewing anybody. Some of them are coaches, some mm-hmm. of them are players, whatever." And he's and he was off camera, but he goes, "I'm gonna try to ask Mike Tomlin a question." All right, Mike Tomlin doesn't want to answer. <laughs> Mike Tomlin's <laughs> coaching, damn it. Even though he's not supposed to be, he's on the field. He's coaching these guys up. He's too busy to, to talk. I thought that was a funny, uh, funny moment. Uh, do we have any other ones? I think we do. Oh, we have a couple other comments. Uh, oh, okay. Supers uh, at the moment. Uh, I did like this one from Renewable. He said, "Nick, what players has polls and staff looked like they focused on or had extended conversations with?" Mm. He, he wants to know if you're really zoning in there on. I, I like your angle, Renewable. Yeah, I know yesterday it was Poles and Eberflus. They were really paying attention to the wide receivers. It was a drill where the wide receivers had to get off a jam uh, with the cornerbacks, and both of them were there. They're right next to each other looking laser-focused on that group. But I didn't see – not to say that he's not here, but I didn't see Poles on the field today. Maybe it, maybe that's just bad on me not spotting him. But I know yesterday they were, they were definitely focused on the wide receiver cornerbacks on the American team. So – Maybe if that's an indication of where they want to go. I know there's a lot of players that have made plays. And real quickly, you guys, I need to mention this one player, Kai Blue Kelly, also went to Nebraska. Yes, hell of a name, too. It's with Mark. Isn't that like a car uh, value website or something? 
<laughs> Car Blue like Kelly. A Kelly Blue Book, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes. it's Stanford, Nick. No, you, you've said that, yeah. Did right? I say, oh, Stanford, yeah. Wait, yeah. What's his Sorry. name? Kai Blue Kelly from Stanford. Did you ask uh, him how much your vehicle's worth? I did not. I tried <laughs> to find him on the field, and uh, I ended up running into, uh, who did I run into? It was um, Jaden Reed instead, so that worked out. But he, dude, had four interceptions, or he could have had four interceptions. It had one at the end of practice where the whole defense went into the end zone. Kai Blue Kelly, this guy, had to throw that name out here. All right. Uh, one more uh, super chat. Bear says, uh, quick question. Why do we never see three-team trades like we do in the NBA? Uh, $10 super chat. Appreciate that. I don't th- – it's a good question. I don't think they're allowed to. I don't I – don't, but, I mean, you still see trades that are like – One's connected to the other, I guess. But that's a good question. I can look into that more for you. But I, I don't think they're allowed. I could be wrong about that. Maybe they are. The, the the NFL is kind of behind the times on the trade thing. You're starting to see like the trade deadline heat up a little bit more than it used to in the past, things like that. So I don't know. That would be my answer. The NFL has just been always behind on being creative with trades. But there's, there's a rule that you can't do a three-team trade. That seems ridiculous. But maybe maybe there is. I can't remember one. I don't know. Um. All right, let's hear from Luke Getze, the Bears' offensive coordinator, who is also the American team head coach this week down in Mobile. Um, speaking of his coaching, I think that's where the conversation with the Bears reporters went again today. Some interesting stuff. Here it is. During this time of year after the season ends, do you pay attention to the interviews that are going on? Or like, uh, you, with like head coaching? Well, yeah, stuff like, yeah. Like, do you take note of it? For sure. I, you know, and again, I reflect more of my experiences, the people that I've been around more than anything. But uh, yeah, you try to stay prepared. You try to learn from everybody. The information that I've gotten from so many people this week alone, you just take it and and uh, hopefully it helps you for when you get that opportunity. When you get that next chance interview after last year at Denver, and now you've had this whole season, you've this yeah. experience of another season, yeah. how much different do you think you'll you'll be maybe in the interview setting? And yeah. how much more ready will you be for that opportunity? Yeah, I'm, I'm so much more tuned in and dialed in to, you know, the whole the whole package. Uh, this experience in Chicago has been unbelievable. The exposure that, that Ryan and, and Matt allow me to have and, and, and the McCaskey family allows you to have to be a part of it all is just it's been it's been an awesome experience. Uh, way more prepared, like you said, for for when that opportunity does come. Uh, then you know I've learned so much at Green Bay, but you know Mississippi State, all those other spots. But this is this year has been awesome. I think you were 25 when you got the job at Wesleyan. Right? It's 23. 23. You were the offensive coordinator. 20, 23, turning 24. Yeah. Okay. That's I know it's a smaller program, but that's still that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot to take on at that age. Oh yeah. What was that experience like? For you? Oh yeah, I was a know-it-all, right? You're the 23-year-old that thinks you know everything. You figured it out. You get in that situation, and then they start asking you questions you don't have answers for. And so I learned more as a coach about myself that year than I ever did uh, in any other year, honestly. It was an opportunity for me to, like, really put myself in the fire and challenge myself to learn the entire thing, not just the quarterback, not just the running back, do everything. I mean, I had the opportunity to coach multiple position groups when I was doing that job, too. So that was a really good really good experience for me. How did you figure it out eventually? It sounds like the way you're yeah. describing it, like it was probably more than you were ready for, but eventually you got the hang of it, I would assume. Yeah, no, I, th- I think playing the quarterback position allows you to, like, the way you approach the game, the way you approach your preparation kind of gets you in that mindset. And so that leadership role is something that I've always loved. I've always wanted to have that. 
Um, and so that part of it kind of oh, has always come a little bit natural to me. Um, but the, it's more like, you know, putting it all together and, and like learning your teaching progression, right? Like, you can't just go in and put these plays in. you got to have a teaching progression of how you're going to get to those plays. And so that's trial and error. That's that's me moving around. I went back the next year. I was a GA at Pitt. I got to watch Frank Signetti go to work and how he did it from step A to step Z. And, and then learn from all those guys and how they do stuff like that. So that teaching progression, that teaching philosophy is really what you build throughout your career. You've known uh, Zets for a long time. Yeah. Um, what's it like having him with you at house and here yeah. for this experience no he's my rock uh he, he's been great uh you know we we we, we kind of have two different backgrounds in the sense that he's been in the college game way more than i have um but he's so dialed in and so detailed in everything that he does i, I begged jim to let me have him this week and if i wouldn't have him this thing wouldn't look the way it does so he, he kills it. he's a rock star for us so we're gonna mic him up tomorrow that way you guys can get a little little inside scoop on, 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 on what he's doing during the day have you learned anything about that job? You like that? See that? Put that in there for you. You better get that done. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he delivered on the score today. He did. He did. Uh, have you learned anything about the job this week? I, I know. Again, this is such an unusual situation. Has it been anything? Like, oh, okay. This is part of the job too. I gotta be. I think it's just the biggest thing you learn from something like this is like you have to think of everything, right? And make sure that everything is good to go. It's something as simple as you know practices in the afternoon, making sure that the, the linebacker. Has the, the earpiece in his helmet. You know, you, you want to make sure you cross all, you cross every T, dot every I. And sometimes, you know, you take that for granted whenever you're in, so, you know, an organization like Chicago that takes care of it for you. And so when you're in that that, that position, got to make sure you're checking every corner. A little added context there. He, the guy he was talking about was Tim Zetz, the uh, assistant tight ends coach for the Bears that's also coaching in the Senior Bowl of this week. They have a history together. Um, so that's what he was talking about, how he – Beg Jim Nagy, the executive director of Senior Bowl, to add Tim Zetz. And uh, if I correct me if I'm wrong, because you were there, Nick, uh, was he crediting Zetz for the squirt cans at the press conference this morning? That's what I thought I heard there. I think that's that's how I uh, or was or was somebody else standing it. there? It could seem like that's what. No, when he... no. So it was uh, Aaron. Oh, Aaron. yeah, yeah. But I think that's yeah. Now, now I'm trying to go back because they did have the squirts there. He always has his squirts. I don't know who put those up there. Now it's been, I feel like it's been like three days ago, even though it was only a couple hours ago. <laughs> okay. So it was Aaron Clark doing, doing this. I, I was confused watching that, but I thought that's why he's like, you, th- you like how I put that in there. Um, thank you to the Duke too. Said people of the chat. Can we please hit the like button? Imagine a world where with imagine a world without CHGO bears entertaining us. I don't want to imagine that. We all know this coverage is the best in Chicago boost this channel, please. That's the thing that that does. When you hit that like button, it helps boost um, the show to, for other people to see uh, on YouTube, especially. And uh, also on the podcasting side, please rate and review the podcast, especially on Spotify. Um, Cause Spotify is blowing up. We appreciate everybody listening on Spotify, wherever you listen, we appreciate it. But so whichever app you're using the, the way you can help, boost us is by leaving us a review or just a nice five-star rating uh we greatly greatly appreciate that we plan on being here forever but we are new so the with we're all in this together the help we we need it we love it we appreciate it and we try to give you back as much value times 100 uh for for tuning in so thank you so much and duke you are the man to the end of the earth brother we seriously you are you are a stud of a stud of a human being so thank you all right um, just making sure we checked all the boxes here. I think we have everything. Um, 
Unless there's any more comments to, to throw in, I think that's it. Another fun episode here. Uh, as as I said at the top, just totally geeking out about Senior Bowl coverage and enjoying it. You're so good. You're just you're just you're just such you're such a leader. Look at him. I mean, seriously, look at Hogue. I don't he's, like the way you said that. He's just like you're. you're <laughs> But you are you, not, not a whole lot of conviction behind what you're saying. Oh, come on. The, the, uh, you've got your NFL Plus going on. You've got your ESPN. You've got your home draft board. You've got your, I mean, like, seriously, what what more could Hogue possibly do for you? The dude that you're, you might be, I mean, we got Brad. What is, 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 stop putting this on me. Nick's the one down there doing all the work. I'm sitting on my couch watching other people's coverage. Yeah, no, no, but that's the, no, 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 no. Nick's living the dream. Nick's getting, he's getting, he's getting tan. He's on vacation. He's hanging out at Deets or Geeks or whatever it is. Beats. Stop insulting Beats. Also, Nick looks like he needs a nap before he goes back out to Beats. That's because Nick's having the time of his life down there. And Nick is doing an awesome job. And I absolutely love the coverage. But let me just, your, your nerdiness, your ability to sit there and, and just geek out on, 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 on every one of these guys deserves some extra level of respect. I want to send you a 312. I, I know Nick's got it too. Yeah. Will DeWitt's got it. Bragg's is probably sitting there doing Rise and Shine right now. Everybody on the history of this Bears team. I'm kind of concerned about doing... Bragg's not being here tonight. Uh, Daniel asked, uh, he said, he, I missed most of the show. Did press the like button, though. Appreciate it. Here's the cool thing. You can go back and watch the rest of the show. That's the great thing about it being on YouTube. Um, you can always go back and watch. And he asked, what what's Will up to? Will was actually going to be part of these shows. He's under the weather, though, so he's just not uh, feeling well. But he'll be back. He's, he's crushing it with the draft coverage, too. Should mention the uh, draft database, which is probably way behind the free agency database at this point. But we're adding more and more guys, I think, Within the next couple of weeks, we'll have all the Senior Bowl stuff updated. Um, so that is a perk for our CHGO diehard members. Want to make sure I get that in there. And then the Bears85 asking $5 Super Chat. What's your favorite Goose Greenridge combo? What did what did, they, what did that thing that got invented last year with the sausage in, in the, as used as a straw to, to drink the beer? Wasn't there a name for that? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's not, I, that's not my answer. I was just thinking about sausage and beer. Uh, we don't three, need to one, bring two, Lizzie's the, the, back the, into this. Thanks. Yeah. The the, the Bulls, uh, I forget exactly. Three, one, two. They, the Bulls, the Bulls three, three, one, two. is flat delicious, but I like the th- I love the three, one, two wheat. And I never honestly, beer you, flat, by the way. I was that? You flat. You said flat delicious, but don't ever call a beer flat. Do you did do, do your ears ever miss anything? Honestly, no. That's you, why he's no. a great producer. You are just on top Lawrence of your game Benedetto. too. But so uh, at that law on the and, draw, and I think the jalapeno cheddar for me with the, with the Green Ridge yes. Farm myself. I was gonna say, mm-hmm. give me a no yep. plans pale ale with the jalapeno cheddar, which sounds amazing right now. I might have to work this up. Um, boom, done. Damn. Love it. All right, we gotta get out of here. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at the Carm, at Nicholas Moriano, at Law on the Draw for our great producer, Lawrence Benedetto, and at CHGO underscore sports underscore bears. A lot of great senior bowl content up there. Go check it out right now. Uh, and I mentioned for all the diehards, we're updating those databases uh, with all the information. We'll be adding some thoughts in there, um, all types of information. It's what we're using to stay up to date with these players. So we thought we'd give access to you, the diehard allchgo.com slash diehard if you want to go sign up appreciate all you guys hit that like button if you haven't already 
And uh, we'll be back tomorrow again. Day three of the Senior Bowl coverage continues. Another 6 p.m. show. We will be here, and uh, I will be watching it all for Carm. And Nick will be there on the, inside the stadium just soaking it all in. And, what, and he might I'm, be soaked at the same time if it's really going to yeah. rain. I'm texting you all day tomorrow just watching it with you. I, I, I haven't done I that it. enough. You should come over. You can. We can watch it together. Let, let, let's have a let's have a couple cockies and watch this action. Let's go. Let's get James invitation a- rescinded. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> we're out of here.